Hey, Andrew. Yeah, what's up, Riley? Do you want to start a podcast? Uh, sure, but what should it be about? I have here a suggestion from my my good friend, Ray, that says, The most stressful podcast you can imagine. Parenthesis, to listen or record. <laughs> the most stressful podcast? Yes, the most stressful podcast. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> So obviously we are um you, we both get we both call each other at like 10:30 a.m. in the morning so right after we've gotten moving on work but like we but like not like settled into anything yet you know what i mean so we we haven't hit our yeah. groove at work yet but also now we got to go do something else and yeah i just got out of a meeting mm-hmm. my coffee's almost ready but like i'll have to get up and get I'll have to get up and get it at some point, mm-hmm. and this meeting is keeping me from that. Yep, yep, yep. And as soon as you move to get up to your coffee, you get a call from me, and I'm like, "Hey, Andrew, it's time to podcast." And we have like we only have 20 minutes. We need to get this done right now, dude. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. So there's no time for jokes. All right, all right, no time. Right. No time for sidestepping. No, I'm good. no, okay, okay. Um, and and then we 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 talk about uh modern politics. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So modern politics. Okay. So, do you see this shit? I did see this shit. <laughs> Hey, do you spell this? The problem is, I could list I could I could list off some shit, but it'll be entirely irrelevant by the time this comes out because mm-hmm. like it'll be like, did you see Biden released a tiger at his uh, address the other day? And I just it'll have been completely too far out. Did you see that Biden said he should hunt poor people for sport? It's wild. Uh, yeah, it's wild, but like, boy, it sure isn't going to be outdone by tomorrow. <laughs> but up, but up, but but. I think that somewhere in the mix of this, uh, we have to do something like um, give out personal information about ourselves mm-hmm. and trust that our audience doesn't do anything with I it. I think that's great. So I will start reading my social security co- number um, four to zero, and then you have to cut me out. And then. Yeah. And then, like, we just have to hope that, like, no privacy clown is going to be like, ah. I heard the first three letters. Let me jot those down. Uh huh. And also, w- either your boss or my like grandma is on the call with us as well. She's not participating, <laughs> but like also just on the call. <laughs> yeah, we we have called someone else as we're recording, so that we have to like just the record is is live. Mm-hmm. Um. Ooh, you know what? It's also being we're streaming it to Twitch at the same time. Hmm. Um, so like we could edit stuff out for the actual release, but like there's no editing anything for like people will hear. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And also, Four Chan hates us and is rating us at the same time. Perfect, perfect. All right, well that um, sucks. Do you have a better? <laughs> yeah this this sucks real bad. Uh, I'm gonna say this is a different one. Uh, that came in from was that a Sarah idea or is that someone? That's else? my friend Ray. Uh, they do not have a Twitter. They DM'd me a long list, so I'll be going through their perfect <laughs> list. They also meant they also told me to tell you, Andrew, I love your energy on the latest episode. <laughs> Oh, good, because it's a real chaotic energy, because they mean when I rapped as Lin-Manuel Miranda about Jeffrey Epstein. Perfect. Uh, Well, Sarah writes in and says they have a concept, the most expensive podcast ever made. So this is great. We podcast on location (laughs) and where location is changes weekly. 
Yes. Okay. So this is the, okay. This is a combination of a different idea that we got also from Sarah. We need more people to tweet us. Um, it says a podcast. It's a combination of a travel podcast and, a, and an ASMR podcast. We go around uh-huh. the world to seek out the best places uh-huh. to listen to. After a short intro, it's half an hour of extreme high definition ambient noises. Oh my god! We cut dude. that last bit. We we cut the last bit because we're just traveling every week. Mm-hmm. But we show to set up a mobile. Yeah. We we just go somewhere mm-hmm. and record on location. Mm-hmm. We yeah we show up at like um, hello. My name is Riley Hopkins, and today we are in the middle of the Serengeti. Let's take a moment to take it in. And then there's like the noise, and like that's happening in the background. And we listen to that for ten seconds, and then we go like, "Let's talk about this week in video games." Yes, uh, and then we talk about this week in video games. We talk about the PlayStation Five. Can you believe it? Um, We're gonna buy three with the budget that we get for this show. also, this is a thing that anyone out there that's an audio nerd, uh, you're going to hate this. Uh, we're going to get ribbon mics for this each week. Um, we're going to get a ribbon mic. We're going to talk directly into it. And we're not going to use a pop filter or anything. So God knows that we're going to get some uh, little spittle on that ribbon. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to throw out the mic each up. Ep- Actually, you know what? We're just going to leave the mic there. We're going to leave it there for whoever finds it next. Because there, whoever finds it next, literally, it'll there, keep, but by we'll the grace of pod recording. <laughs> there, but by the grace of pod goey, it'll keep recording. It, it, the podcast turns into a live stream, and it ends with a link to the live stream, which is there. And then we slowly listen as like uh, audio stuff fades out and slowly dies over time. Yeah, every every episode ends with someone stealing the microphone. Yeah. Also, we use a lot of unlicensed music. <laughs> <laughs> We're constantly getting sued. Okay, <laughs> I, I like this idea. So at so in, we're at the Serengeti. Uh, and we, what we need to do is uh, we're going to play Disney music in the background. Um, and at the same time, we are just going to like, um, I, I'm going to say I heard that Papa John, uh, I, I heard that he only eats Domino's pizza just exclusively. <laughs> um and you should not buy Domino's pizza, or uh, you shouldn't buy Papa John's pizza because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we can get double sued by Papa John's and by Papa John himself mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. for slander and libel. I have another suggestion here. Uh, a, I just saw that our good friend Colton uh, <laughs> at one Iricism. This text is so small. It's my friend Colton. I love Colton. Um, he tweeted the podcast mimes, which you did do as a funny joke last week. And I just think that's that's humorous to me to see it show up this different. But uh, my good friend Jeff Stormer at Party of One um, says, uh, title, oh shit, they released a tiger in the studio and it has bad opinions. I suggest this is we have... This is also probably the most expensive podcast made available. Is we... Yeah, absolutely. We um, kind of... <laughs> We we find the shittiest person we know, and we graft them into a tiger, <laughs> like tusk. Like this is them. this, <laughs> like tusk, but for tigers. Uh huh. And then we release them on a podcast. Um, this tiger comes in and it goes. You know what? I think the prequels are the best ones. Uh, and so the tiger's right. <laughs> Hi, what's up? There's a tiger. There's a tiger in the studio, and it has bad opinions. Its name is Riley Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs>
It's Riley's movie podcast. <laughs> Every week we watch an old uh, movie and I go, uh, people like this? <laughs> we watch an old movie, play an old game, and I go, do you know that some people think Metal Gear is good? <laughs> what the fuck is up with hey that? Hey now, hey now, hey now. Um, <laughs> you're right, and you should say it. Just because something was old doesn't mean it's good. That's not why people like Metal Gear, Riley. Yeah, it's because it's old. Hit me with your next topic. Rar. Tiger yeah, voice. Uh, we got... <laughs> Audrey writes in and says, Hamlet the Tabletop RPG. Okay. Which is a, a takeoff of something earlier that I saw that was a quote that uh, from Bad Tabletop Design on Twitter that says, none of these actual play podcasts contain actual plays. So we need to bring a bit of decorum back into... Uh, actual play podcasting. Okay, so you're suggesting. So we we've, we've already settled. We're doing Hamlet, the tabletop game, and so yes, are we playing out the plot of Hamlet like as it happens? Like, are we going off, going like, okay, we know these events happen, and so I, the GM, must lead you, Andrew, and and two of your friends through the mm-hmm. plot of Hamlet, and you two, you will also be doing the plot and moving towards the plot we're kind of doing a final fantasy 7 remake but we're doing a hamlet 7 remake yeah actually hamlet 7 i think is where we should take this Uh um what does hamlet 7 look like (laughs) is this a crossover i think this (laughs) this is a crossover with Macbeth. oh i was gonna say with the Uh, movie (laughs) 7 hamlet is a cop (laughs) And is trying to figure out who these serial killers are. Our new... it's So this has to be a play, an audio drama, and an actual play in the same podcast, which means um, that... So we'll start off. This is Hamlet. Uh, he's trying to solve murders based off the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. And there are dice involved. Mm-hmm. And also he gets a skull at some point? Uh, yeah, that's his partner. His partner's the skull. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, there's Hamlet, and then there's the skull of Yorick. They fight crime. So it's also kind of like, like that R.I.P.D. movie with with uh, his not Jamie Kennedy. Who the fuck is it? It's this that other fucking not Dane Cook. What the fuck is his face? He was Deadpool. Everyone likes him or some shit. Uh, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Detective Pikachu. <laughs> uh huh. I know the guy. He runs a distillery. Yeah, he also... And apparently a bank or something. And a mobile company? That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, a mobile company. His name's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that movie with Jamie Kennedy. (laughs) Yeah, so this is is a podcast starring Ryan Reynolds, Mm -hmm. uh, and then Yorick the Skull is going to be played by John DiMaggio, doing the same voice that he always does, Mm -hmm. uh, and they're going to solve a crime together. Uh, But any time that they want to, like... They have a script in front of them, but in order to progress on the good path, they have to roll high enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's going to happen is we've got a producer in the room who um, is basically a DM, mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to follow the script, and they're going to say, oh, wow, look, it's the dead body of our good friend Banquo. Um, and then uh, the GM is going to say, roll an investigation check. And if they fail, they're going to say, oh, we can't go on with the lines where we find stuff on the body. And the GM's going to say, here's a new script. GM's going to have that script prepared. Yes. Yeah, we're going to we have to roll so many different scripts for this podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going to be great to employ all of our friends who are writers. Exactly. This is a choose their own adventure play 
uh, where the dice roll determines whether or not they get to continue on with the play as they expect. What a great name you've given, which is choose their own adventure. (laughs) (laughs) I love this idea. I'm very excited to do Hamlet (laughs) 7. Hamlet 7, the tabletop RPG, actual, actual play, play podcast. Actual play, comma, play? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a podcast idea that it, that I am paraphrasing from my good friend at Citadel of Swords, my good friend Mac. Um, and, and they write, um, they write, Riley can use a rival move at any time versus Fortnite, which is true. But what I want to say is... Um, a rival move can be used at any time is the name of the podcast. And this is my idea is that we follow rivals and we kind of help somebody who's like, it's kind of like a extreme home makeover or an extreme makeover, but instead we are extremely helping somebody get one over on their rival at a very inopportune time. And so say, say we're, we're hanging out, we find somebody and they are like, ah, there's this bully who made fun of me in high school. And we're like, cool. We're going to get their ass and we help them find that bully. We dox them. We find out where they live, where they work, and we find the most inopportune time to kind of spring one over on them. And then we do it and we follow that. And then everyone cheers. We move a bus and everyone's really happy. So now if I remember, if I'm, if I understand correctly, is a rival move where you can use a move that your rival could normally do against them? A rival move is me as your rival can make a move against you at any time. And that okay. that is just like I can I can I can do it at any time. It's a rule from the game Beam Saber by Austin Ramsey where it's just okay. at any moment even when you're playing a different game in the dead of night when you're not playing the game like in somebody else's play session a rival can use their move against you and you will have to deal with that eventually. <laughs> So this is I've got you know, I've been I've been playing competitive Magic the Gathering for so long. Mm-hmm. Um but there's one guy that I just can't beat. Mm-hmm. Um you know, Tyler is in the game shop every night, always winning an FM, mm-hmm. uh, and I just can't beat him. He's my rival. He's got at the card so game. many foil planeswalkers, it's upsetting. It drives me nuts. So you're saying that um this podcast would be at some point we're sitting down at FNM and no one notices this, but we come in full of audio equipment. Uh, we're doing a lot of stuff on location. So we need like fancy mics. Mm-hmm. We've got a big old mm-hmm. boom mm-hmm. mic and everything. And at some point you kind of nonchalantly go over to him and just kind of boop, knock over his deck in the middle of play. Mm-hmm. Well, that is one. Oh, shucks. Your rival's been beat. Mm-hmm. Oh, shucks. You beat them. Or here's the other option is they're playing a different game. You've already lost this tournament. You're already out They're in the finals. And then you roll up on, on their opponent's side and they're like, Hey, what are you doing? You can't be up here. And you're like rival move. And everyone's like, oh, and you play Exodia <laughs> and the enemy, and their enemy beats them. <laughs> and they're like, no, and it's like a rival move could be used at any time. <laughs> Sure, you. I win target game, mm-hmm. not this one. Yeah. I choose theirs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I like this idea. I like the idea of us just like dunking on <laughs> other people's bullies. Do you remember the show Bully Beatdown that I'm now flashing back to? No, is this a real show? This is a real show where they would like a guy would get MMA fighters. And would talk to like talk to people who had bullies, and then like this guy would show up and be like, "Hey, like I'm a representative of this kid, um, and they want to um, 
they they want to know are you down they 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 want to challenge you to a fight they'll have somebody fight for them but are you you think you can beat them and they're like yeah i think i can beat them and they're like cool here's an mma fighter <laughs> and then an mma fighter would beat the shit out of a bully and it's just like it was on mtv i can remember watching it in high school i i want to do a lesser stakes version of this which is where we we go up to someone and we say, hey, who was your bully in high school? And they go, you know what? It was Ted Jenkins. He was a real jerk to me. And we go, okay. And then we like track down and find Ted Jenkins. And then um, Ted is just like, he's in his office one day. He's just filed his TPM report. Um, things are going okay. He's thinking about going up and getting a second thing of coffee. Uh, things are going fine. Just got out of a meeting, really annoyed. Uh, and all of a sudden, out of the corner, someone steps out, and it's us. Uh, and we just go over and just give him the biggest wedgie in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we say, that was for Frank. And then we run out. And we record the whole thing, yeah, obviously, yeah, and that's obviously, the podcast. Obviously. obviously. I love that. Um, sorry, I'm now looking to have the Wikipedia page for Bully Beatdown open. Do you know they offered the bullies $5,000 if they could just like survive for three minutes in there without tapping out jesus yep oh no it was yeah uh you could you could win ten thousand dollars if you uh survived and then like if you got the mma artist to tap out you get five thousand uh dollars uh, and so boy's like fifteen thousand dollars that sounds great what a weird show. What a weird fucking The vibe. idea that you get money if you survive is interesting because they can't murder you on live TV. <laughs> murder is like, it's just like not tap out, not like, yeah, okay. The bully starts. <laughs> okay. There are three routes. Sorry, hold on now. We'll edit this out maybe. The bully starts each round with $5,000 <laughs> and loses 1000 every time they're forced to tap out. <laughs> so, you, so you could win 1500 Fifteen thousand dollars if you don't tap out, and you do not get so any I, money if you quit or get KO'd. So I go into the ring against the Red Ranger. I don't know any MMA fighter names, but I know that he was one. Uh-huh. And we immediately st- stand off to face off against each other. And he punches me in the head, and then I pass out because that's what would happen realistically. <laughs> no money for you. Um, no money. You're done. Oh, that that counts as me tapping out. That, if you get knocked out, then you lose all the money. I've never rooted for a bully before, but this seems a little... There's a reason it probably only run for three seasons. It got three whole seasons? Three whole seasons. The debut episode was number one program in its time slot among kids 12 to 34. That actually doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Um, I got a podcast for you. Yeah, sorry. This is Gene Freaks. Freaks about genes. Is this a eugenics podcast or a denim podcast? This is a denim podcast. A eugenics podcast. We're freaks about genes. The pants. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Try- I gotta say, I gotta say, after, uh, after um, five months now in quarantine, mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time I've worn a pair of jeans. Oh, I wish that was me. Because since I still go into work, I know these... Th- I know jeans. I'm like, I'm the one person that these jokes when people are like, what's it like to wear pants and go outside? And I'm like, it sucks. <laughs> I bet my shoes miss me. Uh-huh. I would love to not wear <laughs> shoes or like stay the fuck indoors. <laughs> but I can't. Uh, 
<laughs> so jeans. We talk about our favorite jeans, right? We talk about our favorite. Like, what's your favorite pair of jeans, right? My like, favorite pair of jeans is this nice uh, pair of jeans I bought for too much money. That is by a brand called Nasty Pig, and they have buttons instead of a zipper. But also, they fit me real nice. The consistency and texture is really nice, and they just feel good on my legs. Did you say the brand name was Nasty Pig? Yeah. Okay. It's true. Fashion's weird to me. I, it's weird um, to me too. I bought I bought them at a at a uh, local. I live in Boys Town in Chicago, and I bought them at a local fashion store because they oh, yeah, they that, give me a a discount for working in the neighborhood. That's actually pretty cool. I I keep telling myself I'm going to get myself like a nice pair of jeans that actually fit me one of these days, and it's never happened. Have you heard about um, like thick jeans? Like like. They make jeans that are like a half inch thick and they're super heavy, but you don't have to wash them because they're just like they are this durable. They are they don't fuck around. They keep your legs warm. They're like absolutely fuck off thick and heavy. Uh, This is going to be our most canceled episode, but you don't have to watch jeans in general. What? Like you like you do occasionally, but like you can wear jeans like multiple times without washing them. Yeah, I, oh, I know that's true. I know that's true. I know that you okay. can, like... Okay, I just wanted to make sure that, like, I don't know, I feel like thickening the jeans... Thickening the jeans and making my legs sweat more is not going to make them less likely to get washed. My my problem is that I am shaped like an ice cream cone, um, and so I can't, like, jeans just fall off of me. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm. I can try and wear a belt, but it doesn't really help, because, like... I don't know, the same reason that a napkin always falls off of an ice cream cone if you try and keep it on. Like, it just, it falls off. It's how gravity works if I try to move. So you, so I would like to, I, I would like to get a pair of jeans that, like, actually fits me and actually looks good on me, but it hasn't happened yet. So is this podcast about you finding the perfect jean? This is my journey. This is my journey. Yeah, this is to find. This is my the perfect pair of jeans. My Andrew's jeans journey. The 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 denim desperado is here to help you find the right set of 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 slacks to put on your body. So we're gonna start. I'm gonna go to Kohl's and I'm gonna grab like some Wranglers, some Levi's. Uh, we're gonna get some denim. I'm gonna record myself in the in the fitting booth, just going like, ah, fuck. Fucking pants. Fucking. Um, and then I'm going to come home and film my uh, my gene testimony. You're not going to film shit. Um, You're going to record shit. You aren't going to. That's that's what I mean. Is, there's no visual. No, absolutely no visual. Um, yeah. And it'll just be me saying like, hey, I tried on some Wranglers and they were kind of itchy and not great. Um, you know, maybe if you got them a couple washes, they'd feel OK. But like for now, they're just not great. Uh, the Levi's are all right, but I can only find the slim cut and not the boot cut. Uh, and the slim cut just doesn't really look good on me. So I don't know. I'm not really happy with either of these jeans purchases. And then the denim desperado is going to shake their head at you. They're going to be like, no. No, you first off, you failed immediately. You went to Kohl's and you'd be like, what? But Kohl's is like accessible to me in a place that I shop and like a place that I get clothes. And they'll be like, you idiot. And you'd be like, what? <laughs> they'll take you somewhere way outside of your price range, way outside of your comfort mm-hmm. zone and get you something like tailored that you'll never be able to get in an accessible way on your own. But like it, right. they'll frame it as in like it was just simple. You just had to spend an incredible amount of money. You just had to spend an incredible amount of time and money to find a single pair of jeans that mm-hmm. fits you. Um, the good news is you don't have to wash them. Uh, the bad news is you only own one. So if this ever tears, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. And that's why you get the thick jeans. So they don't tear. <laughs> 
give me another podcast. I'm getting sad about pants. Yeah. Uh, this one comes from uh, my good friend Ryan. Doesn't tweet that much. Ryan at with Ryan with cheese. Um, a podcast drafting Major League Baseball teams using only '90s car- cartoon characters and then RPing the season. A wacky. I want to get rid of the '90s cartoon characters because I don't give a shit about the '90s. But like a wacky races, but it's wacky baseball. Wacky bases. Wacky bases. Thank you for crushing it in the first time out. So you and I are yeah. both the captain of a team. So let's uh, let's start our draft right now, Andrew. Um, who, okay. Who's your... I, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'm not sure who I'm drafting. Yep, neither am are I. Are we drafting 90s baseball players? No, uh, cartoon characters. Just cartoon? No, shit. Tell, we'll cut out cartoon characters because you also don't fuck with cartoons. We'll do television characters. What? in don't Right? I can do cartoons. I, think... I can stick with cartoon characters. <laughs> Pause bit. So, I thought you didn't like cartoons. <laughs> I was trying to tag out for you. <laughs> I have watched a cartoon before in my life, Riley. <laughs> that's, that's fair. All right, then yeah, yeah, yeah. You you go first, then. Draft a cartoon character. I'm going to draft Goku. You're going to draft Goku? What positions he play? Does it matter? He's Goku. Uh, yes, there's specifically... Like, is he is he an outfielder? Is he a designated hitter? Probably the best. Shortstop. Shortstop? That's all right. Well, that's a decision you made. <laughs> my first... My first... Uh, my first bit is I am drafting Hawkeye from the Avengers uh, animated series as my pitcher. That doesn't. Does that count? It does. It's an animated. He's a cartoon character. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um. In that case, I'm gonna. I'm going to. I'm gonna draft El Toro Fuerte from Jackie Chan Adventures while mm-hmm. he has the hair talisman. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's gonna be a designated batter. All right. So that he can get on bases real quick. All right. And he's real big so that he'll like knock over other people. Gotcha, gotcha. I am drafting um Yamcha as um uh, my as my shortstop. Yamcha plays baseball. This is his thing. Is that what he does? Is that what he's around for? Uh, he plays a lot of baseball. There's a whole episode in Super where he plays baseball and is able to save the day because Goku sucks shit at it. So joke's on you. You got dead weight on your team. Shit. <laughs> I didn't realize I was catching a dude that's canonically bad at baseball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking the answer to everything is can he beat Goku though, and the answer is always no. Um, I got Monkey D. Luffy in the outfield. Monkey, gotcha. I'll put him at right. Sure. Uh, in that case, I'm gonna put um, I'm gonna put Sakura in at home base. Okay. Uh, Naruto Sakura, to be clear. I got you. I, I, I knew what you meant, even though mm. it's probably the most popular anime character name. <laughs> but I was still like, yeah, the one Sakura. I got you. Yeah. Okay, so we, we get all of these people together on a baseball team, and then we just, like, compare fantasy teams against each other? Then we play uh, we play out the season, of course. Uh, we would need to make a game that is specifically made for simulating baseball, and um, then we would play out the season. And we would, not only we would do this, but uh hey google how many baseball teams are there in the M- uh, mbl what the fuck is the baseball league called the mlb thank you hey how many baseball teams are there in the mlb so we need to do that 30 times and so we're 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 casting 30 different teams yes and then we are playing out hey how many games are there in a baseball season <laughs> We're playing 182 games. 
Okay. Uh, so for each of these okay, 30 so we're going to make we're going to make like four really good teams and then we're going to get to like the last team in the league and be like, I don't know. I'm going to draft Tweety Bird as the ball. <laughs> Mandark is on, is on second base, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, that's why it's a snake draft, too. So we're going through and everyone has like a star. Everyone has something. Um, I sure. do desperately want to draft this team now but like i understand that we don't have the time for this but i i need people to know that um so i have hawkeye at pitcher i have yamcha at shortstop i have sakura at at home i think my outfielders are going to be where my power hitters are um and i think that that is going to be um fucking i think gone is at first stop as at first base i think that i have superman in the left field and i think i have angel at right field because uh angels in the outfield of course you understand um sure steven from buffy oh yeah fuck you (laughs) uh garnet is at third base and um i think in center field i am going to have um as i look around my room to think of another character optimus prime (laughs) so do you think a transformer can transform into a car to run the bases? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the transformation sequences. By the time he's got like two front wheels ready to go, he's already out. Um, real talk: Can a batter step up to the plate with three bats at the same time? Um, are we put? So, are we changing the rules of baseball in order to incorporate tune force and weird shit? Because I don't think so. So I don't think you can have the Zorro guy from One Piece. Damn it, you caught me. <laughs> He's got a baseball bat. He's got a baseball bat right between his teeth. Um, all right. Um, this, I got another. I got yeah. another show for you if you're ready for it. Uh-huh. This one's from uh, our friend Jeff Stormer, who says, "Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Sub, Hoagie, Grinder, Hero." It's a it's where a sandwich artist becomes a sandwich hero, right? Absolutely. Yo, we just like this is this is a a day in the life podcast of mm-hmm. um we take a subway worker um who works as a sandwich artist and is kind of down on their luck and we say, "Hey, we're going to turn you into a sandwich-based superhero." Oh, okay. So we're taking a re- so this is like another uh extreme make this is another real show. This is a this is an extreme makeover, except for forcing someone to become a a, a, a Tinker Tailor soldier spy. Okay, okay, because I was thinking it was an audio drama, it was like a fiction podcast, but I like this idea that we are forcing somebody to become a crime fighting vigilante. Yes, <laughs> you work you work for the U.S. now. Welcome aboard. We need you to stop World War Three. You've been drafted to the Spartan program. <laughs> <laughs> Hi ho! Hi 